right to the left of me is Fry Gerbrands. Hello, everybody. In this episode today, we went and visited Stroud Brewery, which seems like a lifetime ago now. It was a while ago, wasn't it? A lot has happened since. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really has. So, I don't know, right? if we were to give a bit of an update, what should we say first? I mean, congratulations. Oh, thank you. winning for the second year in a row. Do you want to... This is your news, not mine. Go on. Uh, yeah, so we won Best Independent Retailer in the So Gloss Awards again. Uh, so it was a bit different this year. Uh, last year it was in Gloucester Cathedral, which was great. They had Woozy Pig and Dunkerton Cider and... Neptune rum and all these lovely free things. Uh, however, this year I sat in the living room and screen recorded it on my phone. I plugged my laptop into a HDMI cable and that into the back of the TV. Uh, Rachel went and bought loads of lovely nibbles and we got some bubbly because we thought we might have won. We weren't sure. So we were told we're in the top two. So I said, get some bubbly just in case. And I was there holding it, ready. And then as soon as they announced it, I popped off the bubbly. Um, obviously, mum doesn't drink, so she was drinking tonic. Um, but I had, yeah, I had a couple of drinks and I was quite tired. I wasn't hungover, I was just tired the next day. Uh -huh, uh -huh, no, 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 uh -huh. genuinely, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> it wasn't, I drank too much. I didn't sleep till 1.30 in the morning because I was so excited about it all. So that was pretty amazing. Um... The shop was going very, very amazingly. quickly. There is a video on our YouTube channel um, of of Rye doing this. I'll just I'll probably edit it here. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I uh, love that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then the shop carry on. So the shop was going amazingly. Um, so sales were up sort of fifty percent consistently, which was amazing. Um, we Straw Brewery have had their rebrand. Yeah, they which have. they were talking about in the well, Greg was talking about in the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's now happened, um, and then again, we've had a second lockdown. So the shops closed, um, but the online has been doing better than ever before, which has been astonishing. Thank, thank, you, thank you, everyone, so much. Thank you, it's thank you. So cool that you guys are are supporting us. So thank you, and and the makers are, on behalf of the makers. Are, yeah. They're really grateful too, so thank you very 100%. much. But we're still making it happen, yes. aren't we? Yeah, we're not going to go down without a big fight. No, and um, in terms of the podcast as well, we've now started releasing episodes. Yeah. Thank you as well to all the lovely people who have liked and shared it so far. It's actually it's doing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw, saw that we had quite a few people watching um, our episode with Johnny, which is out currently, and we've got, um, we've got Woodchester Valley Wines coming up next. We have now found a routine with this, um, with the podcast now. Uh, we are looking to release an episode every Thursday at six o'clock. And that just happened to tie in when we went into lockdown again. <laughs> but, so maybe that had something to do with the amount of people watching. But um, Certainly yeah. Certainly helped, I think. Yeah, and because um, we've, we've still got loads of episodes in the pipeline, we're going to keep on releasing them. And so hopefully every Thursday you'll get a new episode on every single uh, podcast platform that um, I know of at least mm -hmm. and um, yeah well also um, what I've been reading is says if you guys do want to support uh, the podcast any more than you currently are by watching it that alone is enough thank you so much for doing that I'm really glad that you guys are ent getting entertained by it um, I hear that if you are able to sub sub first of all subscribe to the YouTube channel and Please whichever do. podcast platform you're currently listening or watching this on 
subscribe to it, mm -hmm. give it a like as well, and um, comments already help. As comments well. are great, and um, it sounds like the typical kind of thing that, that people say, but it really does help us out a lot in terms of the algorithms and also just getting more people who enjoy enjoy it to find it and and because that's what we're here to do at the end of the day we're here to tell stories we're here to entertain people and tell you a little bit more about some of the things that are in this shop and uh, yeah that's what we're hoping to do now Definitely. um reviews as well on apple podcasts are really helpful um if you like what we're doing so far and you want to um you want to give us uh, your honest opinion as to what what we're not shy from it we will welcome any any criticism that you may have or if you just you know like the show and you fancy telling us that jump on to apple podcasts and give us a review and that also really helps with the algorithm as well so it's been told anyway so yeah please like share subscribe comment i completely understand all of that I, I completely understand why people do that now yeah like it's it's useful very useful sure. anyway that all out of the way Thank you guys very much again for everything you're doing to support us in this, this show and the makers. Enjoy this episode with Stroud Brewery. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, please. Sure. So I'm Greg, Greg Pilly, and I uh, set up the new Stroud Brewery now almost 15 years ago. Um, I moved to Stroud 18 years ago, uh, just before, literally just before the birth of my daughter, first daughter, where are we going to live? And uh, um, uh, and the reason we moved here actually was because of the community farm. Uh, and one day whilst weeding carrots on a volunteer day with a, a sort of fellow beer enthusiast, we were talking about potentially having a, a brewery in Stroud and suddenly that was the moment I was possessed. And uh, three years later, we set up the brewery. Um, and what I could say about that, you know, we probably, you know, if you're from Stroud, you've probably uh, drunk this beer and you've probably heard of this guy, Edwin Budding. Uh, he was an engineer from Stroud, uh, famed for inventing the lawnmower. Uh, and we decided that was an apt name for our launching beer. Uh, but the sort of critical part of that story for us was that uh, the site where we established our brewery is the site where those first lawnmowers were made. So this is ground zero for lawnmowers the world over. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's something that we, um, you know, we've sort of taken to heart as well in our our new messaging so uh, we've just launched our new brand uh, and it's about exporting uh, our brewery beyond Gloucestershire and the area but also uh, exporting Stroud which has got so many great stories and Edwin Budding's one of them uh, and it's just an example how uh, you can act very locally and have a global impact this is one guy came up with one idea and revolutionized football and tennis globally so uh, that's very much part of our ethos you know we've got to do an act locally and uh, we can make significant change right well, well anyone who um, who isn't uh, watching uh, the podcast right now we are actually at the brewery and it is massive we are on a huge table <laughs> keeping social distancing hi guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah no it's, it's incredible impressive and you are going through a bit of a rebrand as well at the moment yeah. so I guess we're expecting to see that nice um, that nice sign in the background of your shop change at some point then. yeah so it's uh, it's always difficult but I think businesses have to keep evolving things change uh, our logo has worked brilliantly for us uh, and significantly 
um, you know, the, 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 the shield, the heraldry on it, that, that actually, the story behind that, that was a gift from the old Stroud Brewery to the town. They employed a heralder to create that image. Uh, and so we adopted that as part of our logo. Uh, and you'll see that uh, that is, again, represented in our new look. So we're, we're moving on, uh, but still very much from Stroud and, as I say, trying to export all the things that are great. And Stroud is the centre of the universe. Everything happens here. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because I've only recently started coming over here and okay. to do all this sort of thing. It's, mm. it's yes, it is very much the centre of, um, yeah. it's kind yeah. of like the, the hidden kind of centre of Gloucestershire and it's like humbly in the background kind of making things happen and making things work and it's actually yeah. really impressive. Especially yeah. seeing what all the other makers as well are doing around here. Exactly. I mean, Stroud, uh, historically, you know, it made its wealth, it made its fortune out of wool. So sheep on the hillsides, and, uh, and then it had these five rivers converging at Stroud, and they powered the mills uh, and, um, and sort of created that, that wealth. Uh, of course, as the wool industry declined, it left all the engineers, all the makers, all the innovators that, that came with that, with resources, you know, power and, and buildings. And I think that legacy has stayed on. And so Stroud is full of, you know, engineers and innovators uh, and for, you know, a, a lot of new thinking. And uh, uh, we see some really interesting, great things coming out of, of Stroud. Um, and when you go into all the little mill sites, uh, it's amazing what businesses you come across. So, you know, you've probably heard of Snow Business, who makes snow for big Hollywood films. Yeah, uh, And around the corner, there's a guy who makes handmade wooden propellers for traditional aircraft. You know, there's just a range Rupert's of... Rupert's great, of, uh, isn't he? Yes, yeah, Rupert, yeah. exactly. We sell some of his wooden gliders and <laughs> yeah. the pens in the shop. They're, yeah. They're really interesting. He's something we should speak to, definitely. Yeah, you reckon? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, Very so, interesting. So he makes the propellers, but then byproducts, things like pencils and things out of the timbers that he uses and laminates. Do you uh, have those in the shop? We do. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Let's yes. jump on that. Yes, please. So Stroud has got all sorts of interesting things and it's a, a great place to live as well. Yeah. I yeah. think something that sort of sets your beer apart from others, other than obviously tasting amazing, is yeah. the ethics behind it. Is that something sure. you'd like to go into for us? Sure, I haven't mentioned that yet. So we've got some of the beers uh, in front of us here. Uh, Budding was the first. Um, we started out brewing beer for pubs, largely that was our mainstay, especially Cotswold pubs, um, and then rapidly started looking at bottling. And when I, when I made the decision to start bottling, we also decided that all our bottle products would be organic. So um, for, the, for the last 13 years, you know, all our packaged beer is organic and it's also vegan. And we've got a range of them here. So that's obviously our budding. Uh, we've got a, a lager that we made. Again, we started out and thought, no, we're a traditional beer, uh, you know, car scale brewery. But we opened a small bar and people came and said, do you make lager? And we go, no, 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 actually, yeah, we can do that. So we started making lager and actually we're evolving all the time. And now we make, uh, you know, sort of canned beers like this, very much in the sort of uh, uh, craft beer style. So we do a, a bit of everything. Um, so we've got an IPA, uh, an elderflower, which That's is so actually elderflowers <laughs> in, a, yeah, really <laughs> in, a, in a can. Uh, Nelson, uh, this is um, again a craft style, cloudy, unfiltered beer. Um, I'll show you, let me open one up. Yeah, um, which is made with a hop called Nelson Sovin in the same vein as the grape. Uh, and it's just a very um, sort of floral, uh, 
lovely, um, sort of full of character type of hop, you know, very suited to a, a, a craft beer style. And you can see that's, it's unfiltered, it's not super hazy as some of them, but it's, um, you know, it's unfiltered, it's vegan. Uh, I suppose I've got to have a sip, haven't I? <laughs> To anyone mm. listening, uh, you are missing out if you're not watching this podcast mm. on, uh, <laughs> on our YouTube channel. Mm. Um, beautiful colour. So that's a you know a great. It's four point two percent. We sell a lot of that in keg to pubs, um, but just a, a, a sort of um, all round easy drinking beer. Uh, and then you know another style. This is a Schwarzwalder. Quite a mouthful of a name. Schwarzwalder means black forest. Uh, and it's actually a stout with um, Morello cherries in, like a Black Forest Gatto. So it's a rich cherry stout. But actually, the, the cherries, it's not like an Alcopop fruity beer. It just gives a fruitiness to the, to the stout. So we do all sorts of, of styles. Um, but yes, the thing that really um, uh, sets them apart is that we are now a dedicated organic brewery. So three years ago, we decided that all our cask and keg products would also be organic. Uh, and to put that in context, uh, I mean, England now, there's about 2,500 breweries. Uh, that's gone up from you know, about 800 breweries 10 years ago to 2,500 breweries now. It's super competitive out there. Uh, all these breweries are making a range of beers. I mean, this is a handful of our beers. You know, imagine we probably do about 30 beers, and all those 2,500 breweries are also making that range of beers. Uh, so... Until about six months ago, I'd say there was never a better time to be a drinker. <laughs> it's still not bad now. Uh, but out of those 2,500 breweries, there's only five that are dedicated to making organic beers. Um, so that is quite a difference. And the reason for that is that um, you know, one of the biggest barriers to organic brewing is hops. Actually, growing organic hops is quite difficult and it reduces the palate, the range of hops we have available to, to brew, which um, uh, a lot of brewers aren't willing to make that concession. Uh, the other thing about it is that it's much more expensive. So the margins we make on our products are really squeezed. You know, people, especially in the beer category, generally, um, you know, don't expect to pay more. So we're selling pretty much on similar price to conventional beers, but with more expensive ingredients. Uh, and that unfortunately seems to be, um, we find that, you know, with a lot of businesses trying to do good and to do the right thing, it's very hard to add the premium that it deserves. Uh, and it's usually at a cut of margins and cost to those businesses. So, you know, one of the things that I, uh, and, and our new branding is all about, is to try and add that value to really have the conversation understand you know what's gone into the beer not just in terms of its ingredients but in terms of you know the other things that businesses do um, and I could say something about that uh, you know what 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 does Stroud Brewery do differently okay you know we, we brew organic beer but um, uh, we're also a B Corps and I don't think we have it on here but on our new branding you'll see on the neck label mm -hmm. it says B Corps yep. and B Corps is um, an accreditation it started in the States uh, and it's a measure of a business's environmental and social performance uh, and of course our organic standards part of that but there's so much more it's about uh, the way we treat staff yep. our governance uh, where our how we handle finance uh, it looks at our suppliers, it looks at our customers, all sorts of things. Um, so, you know, our finance, we 
borrowed money to grow our business, and we did that through Triodos Bank, an ethical bank, uh, and we raised £300,000 through uh, a community bond, of which about 50% of those bondholders are all from Stroud, uh, and others are from around the UK. Um, we have a, a rainwater tank outside that holds 14,000 litres of, of rainwater, and that flushes all our toilets, so we're reducing uh, water use. Um, I we, saw that you uh, reuse all the kegs as well, and you, you've installed urinals that are actually made out of yeah, kegs. Yeah, so outside. we've tried to upcycle where we can. <laughs> so, you know, the stage here uh, was, you know, all the timber was from uh, the old brewery. So when we relocated, uh, if you go up to the balcony, you'll see all the decking boards up there are re recycled boards from the old brewery. So we did, we did our best. Um, it's more yeah. than a lot of people do, and mm. it's, it's mm. really funny mm. and impressive, actually. It's yeah. brilliant. It looks mm. great as well. Yeah, it really does great. look good in the toilets. It's evolving all the time. I mean, out of necessity, we started with a shell, and we've slowly been fitting it out. But rather than just having a ready-made bar, it's been quite nice to see it evolve. So, you know, things like the artwork behind you, you know, by Imogen, yeah. um, you know, slowly adding character to the, to the building. Which is also available in the shop, by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. We love her artwork. It's yeah, awesome. Beautiful. Oh no! Thank you very much for uh, yeah. coming down. And, and may we pick up a glass and uh, also do a sample? Yes. Let me grab your. If, if I do it, okay. Social there you go. Have one of those, and then. I mean, I've opened that one. You can try yeah, that. Um, sorry, I should have That's offered right. some no, more. No, no, no. We were, we were and as I mentioned, we made this one especially for rye, so maybe we should get a bottle open oh, and yeah. try that one. So, <laughs> yeah, so do it. for anyone, um, well, basically, we just start chatting about it. You jump up and get a bottle opener if yeah. you like. Um, Jake, do you mind passing me the bottle opener off the side then? In a second, show you. Thanks a lot. So, yeah, these are um, again part of um, you know, what we're, we're trying to do. So, this is. Um, uh, a collaboration with River Cottage, Hugh Fernie Whittingstall, who started a, a brand or a line of products uh, with, the, with the subtext called Food to Inspire Change. So working uh, with partner um, producers, uh, all organic, all, um, uh, you know, with, with sort of ethical businesses. Uh, and this is a resurrection of a beer that he's done once before, Stinger, uh, which has got organic nettles in. Uh, and these ones really? I hand-harvested from uh, Stroud Slad Farm up Slad Valley. Um, and then in that range, we've also done a rye pale ale. So that's got a good chunk of organic rye in. And if I open that... So this was the beer that was made especially for especially rye. Especially for rye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I'm quite yeah. excited Give it a go, Oh, we can just do the bottle, couldn't we? Yeah. We can do a bottle split. Hang on, let's... There you go. So that's a um, organic beer. Um, it's sort of golden. Um, it has a good portion of rye malt in it, hence the name, and that gives it a sort of biscuity, slightly more creamy consistency. Oh, so it's not made after rye then. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it has uh, some New Age hops and New Zealand hops. And actually the hops have a, um, a bit of a stone fruit character, so a little bit peachy apricot yeah, I can, I can going on, very that. subtly. Uh, well, cheers. Yeah. Well, cheers, cheers guys. Yeah. Just <laughs> Mm. Oh wow, that's lovely. Oh my word. Mm. That is so different. Just, I, I love it. Yeah, great. That's beautiful. Yeah, very fruity. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, the Stinger's actually got about 50% lager malt. It's actually super pale uh, with nettles. And, and again, we were trying to keep the beer uh, quite subtle so that any of the character of the nettles would come out. Uh, and again, it makes a really light, easy drinking uh, beer. So that's quite exciting. Very nice. Yeah, yeah very good. Hmm. So what, what kind of things do you find people um, purchasing at, at different shops or when they come here, for example? Yeah. What kind of things are they drinking? So what are people drinking? Uh, I think, well, we, you know, our budding, our Tom Long, our Big Cat have been uh, our stable beers for years. And just by the longevity of them, those are the beers that people are, are buying. Uh, but increasingly, we're seeing people buy our cans. Um, and actually, that's something that we're trying to promote more of. Because, you know, the, the environmental cost of bottling uh, is so much higher than it is to put in a can. These are heavy, um, you know, so we, we, we use a contract bottler. We send it out uh, and it gets bottled and it gets sent back. Uh, so um, for every three pallets of bottles, we can fit it on two pallets for cans, so there's less transport. The weight of the cans is a fraction of the weight of a bottle. Uh, when we try and, uh, you know, do a, a shipping, let's say somebody buys online and we're trying to ship those bottles, the packaging we need to use to protect those bottles is substantially more than the packaging we have to use to protect some cans. So a box, to, a shipping box of these costs us three pounds, a shipping box for cans costs us 20p, uh, just in terms of the volume and complexity. So uh, cans are, are, for us, the future, uh, and that's something that we need to sort of work with our customers to try and understand. You know, there is a, uh, a, a you know, there's a preference for bottles. They seem traditional, it seems more premium. Uh, and, the, you know, there's bottle snobbery that we need to get over because actually the liquid inside these cans is, is great. And actually the processing is a lot simpler. You know, we take it straight out of the fermenters and stick it in a can and it hasn't traveled. And uh, so... They've been very popular in the shop. Yeah. So the three cans in the tube. Yeah. So the branding is also really good on the tube. Yes. Um, obviously we're a gift shop. So that's mm. been very popular with customers. They get the yeah. free cans for uh, some family member or friend who's a beer enthusiast, and yeah. they get to try something a bit different. Yeah. You've got the elderflower in there, you've got the IPA, and you've got the Swartz. Sure. They get to try three different types of beer, and yeah, I mean, as a gift, it's, yeah. it's a lovely thing. And you'll see now we've produced a four-can box. Uh, so we're going to have four uh, products in there uh, in the new branding as a, as a, a trial box. And uh, uh, again, really easy to ship. We can stick a label on it. So um, again, in response to the, the world out there, people uh, are drinking more at home. They're going to shops like yours to buy our product. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the things that we want to do more of is, is web sales. And to be able to just stick a shipping label on one of those and send it in the post. Uh, will really help us. Yeah, well, that's going to be my dad's Christmas present. This Perfect. It's <laughs> great. Um, yeah. It's just very quick because I know that you've got to shoot off for a meeting. Yeah, Thank sorry you about so that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming down yeah. and, uh, and coming down for the podcast and, yeah. and doing this, really. It's, it's yeah. great Thank as well. You. Thank you for the samples. Okay. Delicious. Well, take some more and try try some at home. We'll have to. <laughs> I mean, so for, for anyone listening, I suppose, what's the one thing that you hope people take away from, from this podcast, I, I suppose, that's, that you yeah. can tell them? Well, we could, I could, you know, we could say so much more, but the one thing that I really want to see, um, we, we've had a difficult time over the last six months. I envisage it's going to continue. 
what I've been so pleased about is that we've got such a loyal local customer base that uh, despite the difficulties people still seem to be finding our beer and drinking it whether it's at home or buying from the shop wherever uh, and that's kept us going so I'm so grateful for that uh, but as we emerge from this you know there's a need to kickstart our economy get things going but what I would ask is that let's question the sort of economy we want and the most powerful thing we can do is choose where we spend our money and so actually be conscious, go out, look for businesses that are actually trying to do good, trying to do something different, and spend your money with them. That is really good. Great. <laughs> that is spot on. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you very much. Right. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the podcast. Yeah. If you'd like uh, to pick up a bottle uh, from Strom. Or a can. Or a can. Yeah, yeah. A can. Thank you, pal. If you'd like to pick up a pan, you can pick up a pan. <laughs> Okay, I'll use it for a second. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to pick up a can uh, from Maiden Stroud, you can visit the web shop. That's maidenstroud.co.uk. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, and you, where, where can people find you on social media or, or online? So we're pretty active on, on uh, social media, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, uh, you'll see our website, new website's just been relaunched. Uh, and that, uh, again, is just, um, you know, it's just much easier to navigate and see what we're all about. Thank you Perfect. Very much. Yeah. Thank you so much, okay. Greg. It's really nice to see no you. No worries. Right. It has actually been relaunched. It's still been made. <laughs>